Hello everyone, I'm here with Mitch and this is episode 7 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. Today we're going to cover a really, really important topic, how to start a sales call. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch and along with Jamie, we are your hosts and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. And we're back. The third time the intro's played, I still get nervous. I'm going to push the wrong button. The sound isn't going to work. It literally gives me really bad anxiety. Really? I, uh, I have a great time watching us, running those sessions and seeing some of our members. Yeah. Well, mate, we are in December. So before we ta- talk about how to start a sales call, what do you think fitness business owners should do in December? Number one thing they should focus on because it's a question we're getting a lot lately. Sit on their hands and do nothing at all. No, no. I agree. Yeah. No, it, it's a really great time to get ready and get prepared for January. Uh, and I think we discussed this in a previous episode, but if you're waiting until January, it's just too late. So you need to get a head start on that. Start to get some trials uh, committed to your program to start in the new year, um, preferably already paid by the time the new year comes around. So by the time that you get through Christmas, get through New Year, you've already got new people starting um, in the gym and ready to rock and roll. And one thing that we've been doing this week as a free resource in our Facebook group is doing some planning for next year. So we're literally mapping out January through December. Week one, we're doing this. Week three in January, we're doing this. And what we do is we put in the big, the big rocks. So it might be we're not doing this, but it may be a six-week challenge every quarter. We've got that in the calendar of, okay, we're going to start the ads here. The start date is there. And as the year goes on, you can just start filling in every little thing, like plan the Christmas party, book Christmas party. Because we all know as fitness business owners, these things can get away from you sometimes. Yeah. And if you guys listening or anything like us, we talk a lot and have a lot of grand ideas. And then we start talking about something else. And before we know it, we've forgotten what we were talking about 20 minutes ago and nothing gets implemented. So Having this master document where we can put in the monumental or the bigger events uh, in terms of the social stuff, parties, challenges, you know, community walks, um, and then all the way through to like bring a friend for three weeks, marketing campaigns, when we're going to hit our email lists, when we're going to hit our text lists, and then all the way through to, you know, when our staff are having leave, when we're taking holidays. So it's just one big document that we can um, keep an eye on. And then, like Jamie mentioned, we can change it as we go, start to fill it in. But it helps keep us accountable uh, and, you know, keeps us on track if we do have a good idea, let's say today, middle of December, and we've got that idea for next July. That's eight months away. We're probably going to forget about it unless we have documented it and put it down in this big Excel spreadsheet that we've got. Absolutely. All right, mate. Well, let's get into today's topic. How to start a sales call. Now, for those who don't know, I'm in the fortunate position to do sales for, I would say, mate, the largest high-ticket fitness company in Australia. I'm very proud to say that I've done a million dollars in sales this year. So I've sold $1 million online 
uh, coaching. And we've also sold millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars inside our seven facilities over the years and the two that we have now. So I feel as though in terms of people in Australia, we're pretty qualified to talk about this topic. And it's really, really, really important. Yeah, it's something that people do definitely struggle with, that sales word can send chills down people's spine. And you mentioned anxiety earlier about our intro, but I think it does give people intro when the thought of talking to a stranger um, on the phone and asking for credit card information and trying to you know push your product or push your service and get them to commit to something. It can just really... Be, uh, be something that, yeah, like I mentioned, cause all sorts of anxiety, nerves around people. And it, it all starts with the beginning of the sales call because if the start of the call goes bad, then there's a very, very, very high chance that the rest of the call isn't going to go very well. But in contrary to that, if the start of the call goes smoothly, goes well, then it sets the foundation for a really positive uh, conversation, which, you know, hopefully more than likely is going to lead to them committing to your program by the end of it. And before we get into a little bit of scripting and, and how you should start a sales call, what we want to talk about first is something that's really overlooked in terms of sales, and it is your tonality. Tonality is absolutely crucial when you are doing sales, and we're going to cover this in a lot more topic in different parts of the sale call and sales script. But we're going to start, Mitch, with what you don't do, a bit of inverse thinking. So every salesperson you ever met that starts a sales call consultation like this, hi, my name is Jamie from Breakthrough Active. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I cannot wait for you to achieve all of your goals. Sounds good. Sounds and, very, uh, very natural. And if you're anxious going into a sales call, how do you think the person on the other end of that phone call, like who is this overly enthusiastic, nice guy trying to help me when I just, I just want to find out more information? It is a really great way to create what we call in sales, sales resistance, where that person automatically takes a step back, keeps their cards close to their chest because they feel like this person is just trying to sell them something. I think early on, I mean, the, the whole idea with a sales call is you don't want it to feel like a sales call, especially at the beginning. You want it to feel like that you are asking questions, you're interested in what their life you know, has what they're looking to achieve, what they've done in the past, what their struggles have been, what their roadblocks have been, and what we'll get into, you know, why they're on the call with you. If you start that call with being the over overhyped salesperson saying that we're going to be able to help you and we help everyone and, you know, this is what we do and this is how we have our revolutionary style of training that, you know, helps everyone build muscle and lose fat, you know, it, it just automatically puts up that wall between you and the prospect because it's so damn obvious that you are trying to sell them something. And that's yeah. where what we're going to cover today is how we do lower that wall or eliminate that wall. So it just is a genuine conversation that has a lot of structure and a lot of tact to it, but it doesn't need to be that type of uh, introduction where, you know, they're already on the back foot from the get go. I'll never forget it, mate. We were 19 heading up to the Gold Coast. We were toolies. Proud of it. Yeah. We went into Pacific Fair, and before I knew what the word sales was, we walked into a shoe shop, and this guy that. with his greasy, slick back hair, his tight button-up shirt. Hey, man! After a pair of shoes, pair of shoes, pair of shoes. You got a pair of shoes? I a pair of shoes. Try this pair on. And we just walked in there like five seconds, 
And this guy, I'm sure you remember, this guy yeah. berated this for a good five to ten minutes. And I tried on 15 pairs of shoes and I felt so uncomfortable. And that is the exact opposite of what you want to do. I remember you tried on a pair and he said, all right, let me just pop them in the box and we'll go up to the counter. And you're like, hey, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Don't even talk like this. Talk about the assumed, clo- the assumed clothes. clothes. Yeah. And, like, you're exactly right in regards to what you said before. Like, every phone call, consultation, you do not want it to feel like a sale because it just builds a ton of sales resistance. So, mate, we cover what we don't do. Don't come across as the overly enthusiastic salesperson trying to shove something down their throat. And now we're going to cover what we should do. So, mate, on my screen, which you can't see, I've actually brought up our script. And we're going to cover the first page of the script. I'm going to go through just basically like why these lines are important. So we start with, hi, is that Mitch? Very, very simple. Don't overcomplicate things. And this is really, really important. It's just Jamie from Breakthrough Active. How are you? It's just, the word just would make you feel like it's just Jamie. It's just your friend. It's just your mate. It's just your family member. It's just Jamie from Breakthrough Active. How are you? And at this point in the phone call or consultation, I'm very relaxed. I'm very laid back, doing it very neutrally so the other person feels very comfortable. And it's just it's the little things because the word just, I think, is critical. Yeah, I mean, if you come in and you're this professional and you're saying, oh, hello, my name is Jamie Richardson. I'm one of the owners of Breakthrough Active. All of a I've sudden... Been, I've been personal training for 10 years. Yeah, it's a, and, and that probably comes more into that tonality as well because... You're just saying, oh, hi, it's it's just just Jamie from Breakthrough Active. How's it going today? And all of a sudden, that's just like any person, any friend, any acquaintance, anyone who's just calling you up. And it's just a really nice, very easy way to start the call. If they're a bit nervous, you know, that's going to help lower any sort of anxiety or nerves they have. They're just starting a conversation with someone who seems to be very friendly and, uh, yeah, very down to earth. And the majority of gym owners that had that consultation has been booked in. So they're expecting that consultation. So it makes sense to just say, it's just Jamie, it's just Mitch from Breakthrough Active. Keep this really succinct. No, you don't care about the weather. You don't care about what they had for breakfast. And if you ask them questions that do not matter, it's a quick way to derail the call. And once again, you can feel like a salesperson and that wall very quickly goes up. Now, the next question, Mitch, is really, really important. And it's very simple. It's so my name is Jamie, just Jamie from Breakthrough Active. How are you? They'll say, Great. But before we start the call, is it okay just find, if I find out, like, how like how did you hear about us? And, and yeah. that is so crucial for your marketing, right? Because they may have came through Facebook, they may have came through Google, they may have came through your website, they may be a referral. And if you understand where they come from and you know which funnel they came through, you know what information they saw before the phone call. And it also helps you track your marketing of what is successful and what is unsuccessful. Well, I think we've both been on calls before and I'm sure anyone listening has too when you're going through your spiel and and you're assuming that they've come through Facebook or or website or whatever. And then 15 minutes into the call, they say, oh, my my partner comes to your gym. They come and you're like, oh. Who's that? And then it turns out to be one of your members <laughs> from you've been there forever. And not like that totally changes the, the structure of the call or, or your script or anything, but it certainly 
does change some elements of it when you know that it's someone who's been referred, it's someone who's been there for a few years, someone who might be you know, a really big fan of yours or, or maybe someone who's just started. But it certainly allows you to draw, uh, I guess, reference to them at different points. If that member has lost weight and this new person wants to lose weight, you can say, you know, X and X, lose weight like Y has. So it's just a, it's really important, like Jamie said, to find out where that source is because sometimes it isn't where you think it is. You might assume it's Facebook, but you find out, you know, very quickly that it is a referral or they drove by or they're an ex-member or, you know, whatever it may be. Now, I want to make this really, really clear. If it is a referral, you still follow the same process. But in terms of you feeling anxious about that sales consultation, knowing it's a referral, you should be very relaxed and you should understand that the other person will be pretty relaxed too. So it is important. Now, mate, for me, this is the, this is the number one question that every sales call should start with. And it's delivered in a certain way. So when you're on a sales call, you want to set a frame that you are the authority, that you are the expert, that you can help them. And you never, ever want to come across as desperate, as in you need that person to join up on the other end of the consultation. Now, if they booked in a call with you, they've booked a call with you. They are there for a reason. And sometimes you just need to remind them. So this question, saying it exactly like this. So when you when you booked a call today, like what? Like what? sparked your interest i think and it's I can... a very yeah it's a great open-ended question more times than not you're going to have them start to to uncover some of the you know the goals that they have and how awful they feel um and you know how long it's been since they've trained every so often you might just get someone who says oh i just saw the ad on facebook but it starts that call with you being very inquisitive very open-ended and it puts the ball in their court to start talking. And quite often you find out 90% of what you, you need to know about just right here and then after 30 seconds in the call. Yeah. And it's just a reminder, like, hang on, like, I'm here for you because you booked in with me. Like, what sparked your interest? Not, can you please join my gym today? Yeah. It's a completely different frame. And I'm just going to repeat that question again and how I said it. What sparked your interest when you booked a call today? Or like, oh, like, I can see you booked in some time with me to have a chat about your health and fitness goals. Like, what, like, what, like, what sparked your interest? And I'm saying it very with a very curious, a very questioning tone. Like, I generally want to know, like, why are you here? Yeah, and you make a good point about about it. All of a sudden, getting flipped back to them, like they have gone through the Facebook funnel or the, the, the lead form or whatever it is, and they filled out that, they've gone onto your landing page, gone onto your book a call page, and they've actually picked this time. You've stopped what you're doing in your day to call them because they've booked this phone call and reminding them straight up, you know, like what what is it that triggered your interest into you wanting to book a phone call with me today? So no. all of a sudden it's not a – you think of the the reverse of that when you think of a cold call, when you've got someone just calling someone and you know and you're annoying them or you're bugging them or they're out or whatever. It's the exact opposite. Like you're saying, oh, what? Why did you book this call and why why are we having this call today? Flipping the script yeah. completely. 
And the old way of selling, which was a lot very pushy, it was just like, well, I'm going to ask you a series of questions today. And at the end of the phone call, you're going to make a decision either way, whether you sign up or not. <laughs> that was the old way of selling. But it's just going back to that sales resistance. Hi, it's just Jamie from your gym. How are you? How'd you hear about us? So I know like, like, like why, why did you book a call today? Like what, what sparked your interest? And then leading on from that, Mitch is 100% right. They will often open up. Once they open up, we move on to the next question. Well, just, just before you go ahead, Mitch, I can understand that you want to achieve X, Y, Z. Like, is it, is it okay if I back up just to find out exactly like where you are now compared to where you want to be? And they're going to say, absolutely. And then from there, you start your script, which we, which we have covered in our Facebook group. But you compare. I think it's important. It's important there to ask permission as well, because if you just start asking them, you know, what's your weight, what's your home life like, like, you know, what have you tried before? Some people are going to be fine with answering that, and some other people are going to think, what's this guy? Is you know, he's asking me all these personal questions. But if you just quickly ask, is it okay if I ask you a few questions so I get a bit more of an understanding of where you're at currently, like? 99 times out of 100, they're going to, well, 999 times out of 1,000, they're going to say, yeah, sure, no worries. And then you and start. Goes, yeah, and it goes back to setting the authority frame where it's just like if you walk into a doctor and you say, my skin's itchy, he's probably going to say, like, do you want to just ask you a few questions to see, like, why your skin's itchy and what we can do about it? And he'll ask you a series of 10 questions to uncover why your skin is itchy. Or, or, or a, 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 better, a better analogy, we're going to a physiotherapist, my calf sore. And the physiotherapist, well, hang on, let, let's back up for a second. Like, how long has your calf been sore for? Like, how did you hurt your calf? What is your, what is your calf preventing you from doing? Why is your calf so important to you to get back to your exercise? It really does set that authority frame. And especially when you use a lot of Facebook marketing, a lot of patent interrupt marketing, you need to come across as the expert without trying to shove it down their throat or, or sound like a salesperson. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it shows genuine interest too. Like if, if they are maybe thinking it's a sales call and they're a little bit against, you know, they've got that, that thought that you're going to try and pitch them something at the end, you're just asking them some questions. You're finding out more about them, about their weight, about their fitness, about their nutrition, about what they've done in the past. Like you, you are being a fitness professional. You're finding out all of that information. You're asking permission and then you're uncovering it. And obviously there, there's lots of reasons behind why we want to do this. But to them, at the other end of the phone, they're thinking that this person is, is the authority. They're finding out as much as they can about me to see if it is something that they can help me with. Let's have a bit of fun, mate. Let's be the sleazy shoe salesman at the Gold Coast Pacific Fair 2009, but we'll do it using our script. Hi, it's just Jamie from X Shoe Store. Like, how are you today? Good, thanks, slimy salesman. Mate, like, 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 quite often when people come to the Gold Coast, they're, they're do, do you live here or do you, do you live elsewhere? I'm just visiting. I'm a tourist. Yeah. Awesome. And then, like, see you here with your three friends that's around school. Are you, are you here for that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Second time around. Second time around. First <laughs> yeah. time must have been. First time must have been good. Yeah, so good. We came back a second time. Mate, I don't want to waste any of your or your time today. I'm sure you've walked into a hundred shops already. Like when you when you walked into to this store today, like like what 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 sparked your interest? Like like what are you looking for? Um, well, I don't have a pair of going out shoes. 
and we're going to be going oh. out a bit in the next few nights. So I just want to look nice for the for the ladies. It's funny you say that, mate, because the first time that this isn't the first time someone's come in and that they've tried to go to one of the nightclubs on the Gold Coast, Sin City or Club Love, and they've, they've worn the wrong shoes and they haven't been able to get in. Yeah, don't want that. Well, mate, is it okay if I back up a few seconds and just, just kind of ask some questions in regards to like, well, like what type of shoe you're after and, and what size you are, and we can, we, we can see if there's a possibility if we, we can get you the pair of shoes that you're after. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so stupid. That was about one minute, and and obviously we didn't have the sales uh, acumen that we had back then. But even just connecting like that with someone and not going straight into the the sale, like beside it being worded very well, all of a sudden, like it's just having a good conversation with someone who's interested in getting what what you're in here for. Otherwise, you wouldn't have walked in. Yeah, and I, I would have bought a pair. I actually needed a pair of shoes. I would have bought one. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, and I think that's where there is obviously a lot of wrong ways you can go about starting a sales call, starting a sales consultation or, or any sort of interaction. And that's where what we've outlined so far, it, it's it's almost just too simple and people try to overcomplicate it, but it really just is finding out why they're in there, finding out a little bit more about them. You know, but why, why did you come, why did you walk in the doors? Why did you book the call? And then just seeing if, you know, it is something that we can help you with. And that's it's about all. Sorry, mate. It's also the low-hanging fruit. Like, I could probably improve 50 things about your sales, but there's probably five to ten that really matter. And starting the phone call, as we've known forever, like, first impressions matter. And it's absolutely true. Yeah. Well, mate, let, let, let's do our audience justice and let's role play with a bit of a fitness example. So I'll, I'll play fitness professional. You can play prospect. Hi, hi is this Mitch? Sure is. Awesome. It's just it's just Jamie from, from Breakthrough Active. Like, how are you today? Yeah, doing well, thanks, Jamie. That's awesome. That's awesome. I just want to check, is now a good time for a chat still? Yep, yep, now's good. We've got a break at work. Cool. Like just just before we, we I guess we, we get into it, like how did you how did you hear about us? Uh, I just saw your ad pop up on Facebook last night, so I wanted to yeah, see what it's all about. Okay, okay. And like when you when you saw that ad, like and you click learn more and, and you book this phone call today, like what? Like what what sparked your interest? Oh, it's been on my mind for a little while. I haven't done much training for the last year or two, put on a few kilos and mm. just feeling like crap. So just wanting to get back into some training and eat a bit better and make some improvements to my lifestyle, you know, starting in the new year. Okay. Okay. Well, Mitch, is it okay? If it's okay with you, I'd love to just, I guess, back up a few steps and just, I guess, you mentioned a few things there about putting on weight and it's been a while. Like, is it okay if I ask a few more questions to find out like, like exactly like where you are now compared to like where you want to be? Yeah, that'd be great. It's as simple as that. Now, obviously I went off script there a little bit, but I want you guys to view the script that is coaching with us. The script is a framework. And in each phase of the script, there are certain things that I'm looking to mark off almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, 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 want, I want to diffuse them. I, w- I want to find out how they heard about us. I want to find out why they booked a call today. And I want to ask permission to ask a series of questions. Yeah. And I, and I think it's important to remember that all of this happens probably in the first 90 seconds of the call. Yeah, that was, yeah. Like maybe not even, obviously, depending on how much talking there is. But when you think about it, a sales call, like, it's probably going to be 20 to 30 minutes. 
So we're talking about the first 5 to 10% of the call. And, and it is without doubt that the most important because you can start the call in the wrong way and have them off guard the whole time and you're, you're pretty much doomed for the sale. Or you can start the sales call well, like what we've been talking about so far, and really set that framework, set up that phone call, set up that conversation so they feel comfortable, they will start to open up to you, and then the rest of the call will just be that much easier because they're going to have an open mindset because they're viewing you as someone that they like, they view you as a professional, they're not viewing you as a salesman, which I think is the most important thing where the key to any good salesman is not to seem like a salesman. And if you, if you start a phone call, like, hi, my name's Jamie from Breakthrough Active. I can't wait to help you today. You know what I'll say? Mate, like, I haven't got time for this today. Can you just run me through the price? So quick question for you. If, if you do 100 phone calls, how often do you get someone like that? Zero. Oh, zero is a lie. Like, like, One to uh, two. Like a couple. Like, like I can't even, I can't, I can't remember my last one. And I do about 20 sale calls a week. Put it that way. Yeah. And that, that's the whole point because you start that sales call the same way every single time as opposed to if you came in hot and you're saying you're going to help them and we have the best facility in Newcastle and we help you know men your age lose weight and you know, put on muscle, it's just going to be like, all right, mate, like cut to the chase. Like what's the price? Like how, how, what, what's the <laughs> that, that's, that's what it would be. And then yeah. it's, just, it's just not – it's almost as though you start this call – and they don't even think it's a sales call. You get to the end, and obviously we're not covering that today, and they are totally removed from the idea that this is actually like a call where you're trying to sign them up to your program because it's just you having a, a really good conversation with them and obviously finding out what they want to improve, why they're wanting to improve it, and then how we can help them. And then all going of a back, sudden they're signing up. Going back to the GP example, like we're identifying a problem they have and we're prescribing them our program. That's the yeah. way it should be viewed. We're identifying a problem the same way a doctor would or a physio would, and then we're prescribing them the solution. And the majority of people that end up on a sales call with us want to lose weight. So the solution is come to our, come to our gym three times a week, eat a little bit less and walk a little bit more. And that is our prescription. Yeah. Very last thing before we finish it up, we'll talk a little bit about the importance of finding out what they've done previously. So this is always something that, uh, I mean, most people have done something. Very rarely have, do you speak to someone who's done nothing. Uh, but maybe you can speak to the importance of finding out what they have done in the past uh, in terms of training and or nutrition. Yeah. So, like, one of the most important things about this is, if you ask a question, just so like, what if you like, so they'll tell you I want to lose 10 kilos. How long has it been? It's been 10 years. And what if you like, over the last 10 years, like what have you tried previously to, to lose this weight? And they're going to tell you exactly what they've tried, whether it was personal training, group training, walking, a nutrition program. And if they've done one of those four things, for me personally, it starts to see price. So like, if they've been to an F45, I know they paid between 50 and 60 before. So it's not going to be a rude shock at the end of the phone call. However, if they've done nothing before, then I need to educate them a little bit more at what we do. Yeah, and I, and I think from there, it's really important to find out perhaps what they didn't like about that, um, what they 
maybe did like about it. Because if they say how much they loved group training, then later on in the call, you can start talking about how great group training is and your group is, right? But if they say something about not really liking big groups, then you're not going to be talking about or highlighting the fact that we're group training. So you, you start just to pick up little things with their previous experiences. A lot of the time they start talking about accountability uh, and they talk about how, you know, they had a personal trainer and it was great because they kept me on track and I saw great results. At the other end of the spectrum, if they say that they've done, you know, 24-7 gym and then they dropped off and they just sort of lost interest, that's because they didn't have any accountability. So you can kind of start to draw some conclusions from their previous experiences. Often they'll tell you flat out, but you can start to, to pick up things and start to draw your own conclusions based off what their previous experiences have done and also how many things they've tried. If they give you a shopping list of things that they have done, there's a, there's a really good chance that sometimes that they're going to be a tough cookie to, to crack because they've, They've tried lots of different things. The problem might not be the program, might be them. And you need to really harp on the accountability or the things that you do really well that make you different from that other program. Yeah, they start to paint the bullseye of what they want and they don't want. So how many times have you heard, Mitch, I was going to this gym, like they just got started. They got started and then like they just got bigger and bigger and bigger and the sessions went from 10 in a class to 30 in a class. And I just feel like I was forgotten about Then I didn't go back for a couple of weeks and they kept taking my money. I just, I just didn't feel like that same connection I had at the start of the program. And then towards the end of the phone call, so I completely understand like at your last gym what happened. Good part about a program is it is small group. So we have between eight to 10 people in a session. I can promise you that we do provide you the accountability, motivation and support. Like if you miss a session, we will message you. We will give you that kick up the butt. Does that make sense? I'll say, yeah. So you can almost like whatever negative they give you, you can almost try and turn into a positive at the end of the phone call. But that, that, that that's another that's another podcast, mate. The whole building your pitch around their solution is quite complicated. Yeah, I, I think I think at a just to, to finish up today, it's important to find out what they've done. And and you mentioned before if they've done F forty five with price and whatever, but have they even just done this type of training before? sometimes if, if you get someone who hasn't ever stepped foot in gym, sometimes then later on in the call, you need to educate the difference between what like a 24-7 gym is and what personal training is and where group training fits into all of that. Because we're obviously very deep in the weeds. We know exactly the difference between them all. But they, they might think that, you know, you get this wherever you go to a gym. So it's just about finding what they've done and, and then sort of trying to, I guess, figure out what you're going to be talking about later in the call, depending on what they've done, what they like, what they don't like, what they know and what they don't know. But yeah, that, that is definitely a more in-depth conversation that's needed. But you are really just building, you're building more arsenal. You, you're finding out more about them. If you're someone who writes it down or you've got software, you've got a whole 10, 12, 15, 20 lines of things about this person. And it's all information that you get from asking good questions. If I was to summarize it, ask them what, what sparked their interest when they put to call today. Ask more questions and just shut your big mouth and just let them talk. Yeah. And last, last thing, you, you can't be afraid to sit in silence. So if you, if you ask them what triggered your interest and they say, oh, I'm not sure, you just, you just <laughs> sit there for a bit, bit longer 
and they're probably going to start talking again and give you the real reason because they feel uncomfortable in silence too. So you try your best to stay quiet and let them do the talking. And if they refuse to talk, you just ask, oh, like, you're not, not sure? Uncomfortable, isn't it? <laughs> well, guys, I really, we really appreciate your attention. Attention, we appreciate watching our podcast. The sales script we're, we're referring to, it's about nine pages long. We covered the first half of the first page. So if you do want access, join our Facebook group. It's all over our pages. It's in our ads. You should be seeing our videos. It's on our Spotify. If you can't find the link for our Facebook group, then you probably shouldn't be running a fitness gym. I'm off to buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the episode, then we do have a free Facebook group that you can join. It's called Fitness Business Growth, a group run by gym owners for gym owners. We share a lot of very valuable information that can be helpful for fitness business owners. So if you are wanting to get more of what you just heard, hop on, add yourself in and be a part of that group. Until next time, thanks for listening and we'll talk with you soon.